You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know every Tuesday and Friday morning. Morning. How you doing? Happy Friday. How was your cup of joe this morning? Maybe you're not into it yet. Maybe you're having a bit of a sleep in, what with the rain outside, and I don't blame you. Woke up a little tired this morning, but Americanos do wonders, don't they? It is 7.52 on April 30th, and I hope you're going to have a hell of a weekend. We look like we're going to have a little bit of sunshine, much like yesterday afternoon over the weekend. But let's start with uh, some interesting information you might want to know. No longer doing the snow report, but you might be interested to know there were 90k winds at around 10pm last night over on the Horseman Hut up in the Alpine on Whistler. There's a couple fresh centimetres up there in the true alpine that's what with a high freezing level well i say high freezing level pretty low really when you consider we're getting into may around 1800 meters but some warmer weather coming our way next week but for valley weather i'll let you know what the weekend's going to be like hey well looking at well currently this morning looking at a temperature of seven degrees Another mild night, and that's what we're expecting for the remainder of the week. In fact, tomorrow looking for a low of zero degrees, so still a little early to plant those seeds, what with the potential for frost still lingering. We need to wait for that last frost before we plant seeds. But today's high is going to be 13 degrees with periods of rain. As you can see, quite cloudy and, uh, well, really quite a solid cloud bank out there after quite a lot of rain overnight. And that's going to persist throughout the day today. Periods of rain tonight as well, a chance of showers uh, ending this evening, mainly cloudy with a low of four degrees. As I said, zero degrees due to be the low on Saturday night with five degrees on Sunday, going through to rainier conditions on Monday. Uh, due for just a 60% chance of showers tomorrow and a similar a high of 13 degrees, but Sunday, a mix of sun and cloud forecast and a high of 14 degrees. That's going to be the nicest day. And then before we get to May the 4th, be with you on Tuesday when I'll be checking in with you again in the morning. Monday is going to be cooler and wetter. Like I said, a 30% chance of showers, but just a high of 10 degrees anticipated for Monday at this point. Yesterday's high was 16.4 degrees and the record for April 30th warm day, a warmth day was in two 2004 in Whistler, 26.4 degrees with a record low in 1982 of minus 6.7. Whew, not like that today. No, looking for a high of 13. But uh, sun rose today at 5.49. It sets at 29 minutes past eight. And that's your weekend weather. Oh, the wind currently uh, swirling in the valley at about 9 k's an hour, by the way. But speaking of valley conditions, I already mentioned the trail update from April 23rd from Walker, how they've been uh, actually working very hard on runaway train and they've been modernizing end of the line, still working on that this week. And they still have, or oh, rather they have reintroduced trail nights. They are back. The opportunity to volunteer and really contribute to your local, uh, the Whistler office off-road uh, cycling association is here. So you'll need to sign up, of course, with COVID. Uh, there are protocols in place, distancing protocols, as opposed to having 20 volunteers like last year, they are down to 10. But for every three trail nights you do, you get a free bike park pass. There you have it. There are some trail closures. You can check that out on Trail Forks, including around Cut Your Bars, uh, what with the fire thinning that's happening there. And speaking of fire thinning and a letter to the editor in yesterday's peak news magazine about the fire thinning 
over in Riverside and those trails there, somebody weighing in on how uh, decimated that area looks like around the Riverside trails um, due to the fire smart operation, the fire thinning that happening there. Concern for obviously for wildlife habitat too. Um, along the riverside of the Chequemus River. And so, uh, yeah, uh, weighing in on that, lots of discussion about that because uh, I, I hear you. It isn't, it isn't pretty. It's not aesthetic. But at the same time, you know, is it something to think about? Like, are you weighing in on not in my backyard, you know, with so much deforestation? Look at the Ferry Creek uh, battle that's happening now for that old growth forest, you know, with uh, these concerns in not just aesthetic areas that we use, you know, when they are functional, what with logging being such a huge industry in Canada. Have a think that, uh, yeah, there are some other places as well undergoing real decimation from logging, clear-cut logging at that. Just, just a thought. So looking at your roads for today too, as I mentioned, some showers, there's uh, not heavy rain. So I don't think hydroplaning and pooling will be too much of an issue. But having said that, take your easy. You're not dying to get there, as my dad would say. So uh, be be aware of that, those potential hazards. There is some uh, road work, road sweeping happening actually up until today on the highway. And that's in both directions near uh, Lions Bay. That's actually for a 35k stretch from Ocean Point Drive through to Scott Crescent on Highway 99 until today with road sweeping. So look out for that slow moving vehicle that's been operating all week. Some other of the rock scaling too, still continuing uh, by Porto Cove there, but that is overnight 9pm or rather 8pm really till 6am with single lane alternating traffic. So look out for uh, traffic control there. Do expect delays of about 10 to 15 minutes even. And then there is some maintenance actually happening between Brew Creek Road and the Callahan. Oh, Wait, that's not going to be until next week, until Thursday with a lane closure with a speed reduction to 60 Ks. So I'll give you a reminder about that on Tuesday, along with some utility work happening in Creekside that kicks off on Tuesday as well. Uh, so yeah, I'll let you know about those later on in the week. Nothing major on the Sea to Sky Road Conditions page for us this morning, uh, but a great uh, call to arms, not a call to arms, a great reminder here that there are a lot more motorcyclists on the road going through into the summer. Be extra vigilant for bikers on the road, anticipating movements and uh, at intersections as well, being extra vigilant really is important, you know, uh, for motorcyclists. I'm looking to get my motorcycle license this year. So, yeah, those are your roads. All right, 8 a.m. already. Whew. Time flies when you're having fun, hey? And lots of events to fill you in on. Really loving the post that came up yesterday online from, I'm, I'm sorry if I pronounced your name wrong here, Naya Leventis, but uh, she said that she has a single day, path, uh, day pass for the Scandinav PAR that she wants to give away to a first responder, much like the incentive we do here at the Whistle Pulse. Be vocal about a local. She wants to give some prizing, be selfless, and give it to a deserving individual. Absolutely. Uh, amazing to see people weigh in there too uh, about people being superhumans and everything that they do for the community. Uh, I would like to vouch for Stinky, hell of a guy, really is doing so much to give back to the community right now. You should need to keep an, uh, your eyes peeled actually on Facebook and Instagram for Stinky's on the stroll. Lots of excitement coming from him, particularly next week, what with Stinko de Mayo and some other things. So make sure you hang tight for uh, some news coming from him shortly. But a really great post from Naya Leventis there. Love seeing that. And as always, do keep your nominations coming in for Be Vocal About a Local. If you know someone in the community that you really want to see 
be rewarded just for being selfless and being a rad human. Get at me, send me your nomination, and we will get them surprising. I've got a uh, lot surprising in the works for the summer. So get at me, keep those nominations coming, and we can reward people and spread some love because putting smiles on people's faces right now is, uh, well, what a joy, you know, what an ability to be able to do that if we can. So four events this week, quite a bit happening at the library. They're going to be doing a mental health week next week. Lots of programming there, including, uh, let's see, um, some conversations on there for newcomers and immigrants as well. Resources there, a WCSS as well, concussion support group that's happening online. Lots of amazing events from the library. And there was one yesterday too, in collaboration with AWARE, Whistler's environmental charity. And that is about landscape gardening in Whistler. That was with a panel yesterday uh, with Christy Auer and horticulturalist Claire Goss. Hell of a badass, by the way. And they were chatting yesterday about what what in particular perennials, annuals are really good for the Whistler landscape, when to plant. So make sure you give that a listen. It is on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Another event I wanted to let you know about in conjunction with the library, if you're looking to do some planting, as, I, uh, as I'm as i sure you are, we've all, we've all become real plant, plant nerds, haven't we? <laughs> in lockdown. I say lockdown, gosh, you know we've had it easy compared to other people really. But uh, the Whistler Seed Library has popped up at the uh, public library. So if you've got some seeds, you've got an excess of seeds and want to share them to other people, or you want to pick up some seeds and plant something different, check out the Whistler Seed Library now going on at the library. An amazing resource there. Increasing local food security, reducing a carbon footprint, eating affordably and healthy. It's a win-win. Bada boom, bada boom. All right. Oh, wait there. I've got one more screenshot I took yesterday that I was like, gosh, I really want to share that. And that is, of course, the fact that it is the last day of the virtual this year's Whistler Ski and Snowboard Festival. That's with the Rough Cuts judging going on with their panel of judges, along with the Top Sheet competition for with the snowboard and those Foon Skis. Some amazing submissions if you've had a look at the artwork online. Really fantastic. And of course, today they're going to be having their last virtual uh, online DJ sets. That's going to be today at 6 p.m. Check out more information at wssf.com. Mm. Oh man, so much happening really to get you into the weekend. And I've got some amazing throwback facts from Stinkies on the Stroll from this day in history. Did you know that Adolf Hitler died on this day in 1945? Oh, there's a beauty for you. There's some good news. Well, in 1789, on April 30th too, George Washington was inaugurated as the first president of the U.S., Mm-hmm. Great little fact for you there. In 1859, Charles Dickens's uh, A Tale of Two Cities was first published in a periodical, actually, all the year round. So that was weekly installments at the time, a really popular method of uh, publishing literature in England in particular. But this was in 1959. So that was first published, the first installment then. And it, it was published in weekly installments from that date. April 30th, 1859, right through to November 26th. If you've read Dickens, you know he's pretty wordy, so that makes sense. But in 2009, Chrysler Automobile, yeah, they filed for bankruptcy on this day. Claude Debussy's only completed opera, that's Peleus et Melisande, premiered in Paris in 1902 on this day. In 1952, that's 50 years later, Mr. Potato Head was the first toy advertised on television. How about that? And here's a great one for you, although I don't think A.D. Column will be stoked to bring this up, this memory. In 2012, Manchester City 
defeated Manchester United 1-0 in what is claimed to be the biggest match in the English Premier League's history. Mm. I wonder what Ben Keening thinks of that too. I forgot to ask him in today's interview in the local lounge if he's a City or a United fan. We'll find out. But in 1989, one more amazing, mind-blowing fact for you today, the World Wide Web. That's right, WWW was first launched in the public domain by CERN scientist Tim Berners-Lee. That's right, on this day in 1989. Ah, if that doesn't blow your mind, I don't know what does. Some great Friday knowledge for you there. Thank you so much, Stinkies on the Stroll. A little joke for you as well, too. What we're talking about, uh, did I talk about Paris today? No, okay, bad segue. But what do a tick and the Eiffel Tower have in common? They're both parasites. (laughs) <laughs> I had a good bit of trivia with Darren McPeak actually just last week. Do you know how many Eiffel Towers you can fit underneath the peak to peak on its highest span? You know, right above the uh, reservoir? Do you know? It's two. You can fit two Eiffel Towers underneath there. There you go. Bit of local trivia for you. And a great track for you today. Really enjoying this one from Dave Winnell, a producer out of Sydney. It's called Jungle Juice. A really fun track that I recommend. It's in the playlist for the month on Spotify. Just look for the Whistle Pulse's Spotify account. Not, of course, the podcast, but the account, the actual person. And you'll see a bunch of playlists there from the last few months. Well, April's daily recommendation uh, for today is Jungle Juice by Dave Winnell. Hope you enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. But I hope you enjoy your weekend too. It is going to be, like I said, a pretty springy weekend going into May, springing into May (laughs) with some, uh, some showers, but also some sunshine. Should be pretty great for us, really. Enjoy the outdoors. Those bike trails looking pretty tacky. In fact, a message yesterday from PhD looking pretty good, uh, by the way if you've ridden that trail. But otherwise, I will see you on May the 4th, be with you on a Tuesday morning. But it is a Friday. You're probably wondering who is in the local lounge today. And I have a very special guest from near Manchester, Ben Keating, aka Soul Club. Hell of a guy doing lots with his 45s, including a very uh, special design project, a custom workshop project that he's going to chat about in today's local lounge. So hang tight, enjoy the interview, and make sure you check out his mixes on SoundCloud, Soul Club, a hell of a time for some real nice funk, melodic funk, really nicely mixed online. So yeah, enjoy our chat and I'll see you Tuesday morning. The Whistle Pulse Local Lounge. Hey Ben, how are you? How are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you? I'm trying to balance my phone. Even <laughs> if I could get it in a position where it will stay stood up. And then like that. But it's, not, it's all right. It's not a video podcast. There you go. Exactly. Thankfully. Oh, man. I, you know what? I guess that's where the money is, like YouTube and, you know, all those algorithms. But I'm behind the times. <laughs> you take it live on YouTube eventually. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, like, no, not into getting my face out there. Really not into that. <laughs> I'm catching you at work today, but it looks like you've got a drum kit behind you. <laughs> yeah, we've got a nice little setup in here. This is the secret, uh, secret studios. <laughs> oh my gosh, everybody's doing that. So when I chatted with um, Introduce Wolves last uh, two weeks ago, they said yeah. they've been using the black tie rental space warehouse because same yeah, thing. Then, what you last, actually, just uh, just earlier on today. What's that? 
I was just listening to that episode just earlier on today. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Amazing guys. Liam and Rory, like, uh, didn't get to meet their other bandmates, but they're also, I've got to pick your accent. Like Rory's from the North of England, but where are you from, Ben? <laughs> North of England, near Manchester. Manchester. Right. So I'm, yeah. I'm white rose. I'm from other side. I'm from Yorkshire, but you're red rose from like Lancashire. All right. Something happened in your podcast earlier on, and you you went incredibly heavily northern for like one sentence. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty funny. Like if, if I talk to my parents, you know, or like I'm watching Game of Thrones, like my my ski school badge. <laughs> actually says that I'm from Winterfell and people are like, oh, where's Winterfell? I'm like, I was born at Deptford Winter, me. I was born at, I was born at North. And like, it just comes out, you know, if I'm talking about fish and chips and scraps and gravy. Yeah. Like it just, I can't help it. It's so weird. <laughs> but we've both lived in Whistler a, a while. You've been in town for how long now? Just about eight years now, coming around to eight years, and maybe I'm on board too. Wow. Oh, good anniversary. The time goes by quickly. Crazy. Yeah, like crazy. You look back and you're like, oh, I remember being 20 something. And uh, (laughs) wow. And from Manchester too, what what was it? The usual cliche, the skiing that brought you here? Uh, You know, it was interesting actually. Never, uh, I didn't ski at all for the first maybe. Maybe I was here three years before I even tried skiing or snowboarding. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what ended up bringing me here. Actually, it was just uh, I went on a skiing holiday in France with some of my friends, and that was my first time ever trying it. We tried. We wanted to continue that, so it was like, oh, where where else can we go to do like maybe a work visa? And uh, I was trying to avoid too many language uh, constraints, so I thought maybe you had to head somewhere like Canada or Australia or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then we landed in Vancouver, and I didn't even know of Whistler when I first landed in Canada. I never even had heard of it. Mm. I landed in Vancouver, and then I realized I wasn't a city guy. I'm not from a city at home. I'm from, like, villages. Mm. So then it was like, okay, where else can I go that isn't downtown Vancouver? Oh, there's Whistler. Nice. And then that was it. From then on, stayed here from then. No way. Only just uh, in March, so a month ago, only just moved out of my first ever place in Whistler. Really? In the same place the whole time. That's that's unheard of. (laughs) Very rare. Oh my gosh. Well, that's great for your PR application and everything like that to just have one address and not have to put down. Oh, well, smashing. How's the new place? It's good. It's good. Down in Chickamas now. Uh, so good and bad, you know. But great. I've just moved to working and function as well, so that's good. Bad negative is that I'm not near Alpine Cafe anymore. Ah, no! <laughs> that's, the, that's honestly, that's the worst thing about living in Chickamas. Yeah, do you know the proximity, that, that lovely spot, which we're definitely going to talk about because you played like some some great gigs there, gosh. But um, I should do an introduction first, Ben, like so that everybody knows who they're chatting with. Ben, last name Keating, couldn't be any more northern if you tried with a name like that. Uh, but like your your persona is Soul Club. That's your that's your musical persona. You've been playing in town since when? I mean, at least 2016. Yeah, I would say definitely. Maybe I started maybe two years after being here, so around 2015. I think my first show was was at Alpine Cafe. Oh. 
rings that one for me. That was that was really good. When I look back on it now, I was so underprepared. But uh, as the guys in Injuries Wolf said in their podcast, you just have to make it work. Totally. You do what you can. And you, do, you do what you can with the equipment you've got, and if you want to get out there, you just got to uh, get on it. <laughs> and sure. it started, doing those gigs enabled me to get better equipment and more stuff for other gigs. So then it all started rolling from there, you know? Amazing. Well, tell us where your passion for vinyl started off. Like, were you, have, how long have you been collecting 45s and, and playing? Like, where did it all start? Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, my, I think it, it came from my parents. So my parents are big into it the same as I am. They've, uh, they've got a very large record collection. <laughs> and uh, they didn't, I didn't know they had them until like, I started getting into it through friends back in the UK and then asked my parents, do they have any way around? And they said, oh, I think they're up in the loft or whatever. And then from then on, I just reopened their passion for it and now I go back there and their house is just ridiculous. Amazing. <laughs> the DJing started from, just before I came to Canada, I was in a, a reggae band in the UK and uh, I would DJ like before the shows and after the shows or during or whatever. So. I mostly started with the reggae ones, but then once I came to Canada, there was already uh, Customan, who you've had on the show as well. He was already around and he was doing uh, a reggae thing, so I thought, okay, that's uh, that's sort of already happening in town. What else can I uh, what else can I bring through? And the UK, especially the north of the UK, is a very big soul scene. Like there's a whole, it's been around since you know 60s, 70s. It's a very it's a whole thing, you know? Oh, so I thought, really? I can bring a little bit of that up to us. Then my, my purchases changed from buying a lot of reggae singles to, uh, to the funk and the soul, and then, then on from there. Yeah. But wow. being good has been a great way to uh, waste all my money, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but it, it's, it's a thing of beauty, you know, for people that still collect vinyl you look at ace and vinyl richie like i've got my buddy carrick across the hall you know he's, he needs a new carpet but the whole idea of moving his record collection <laughs> like it's it's a thing of beauty to to have a hobby like that and and collect and then be able to specify and share it like you said coming for a love of like motown you know and and proper funk and soul that is huge in northern england like my dad's a huge motown fan and i remember being at a car boot sale and him like really struggling to sell some vinyl back in the day you know he didn't want to part with it so that's amazing that you get to share that passion with your parents too that's super rad (laughs) well they're struggling they're struggling to send things i asked them uh, over christmas said oh don't uh, easter i said don't suppose you could send me some mini eggs and they're in france and they said they can't because of brexit because you can't get English milk over in Europe anymore, English products with milk, so I'm screwed. Can't get vinyl, can't get any uh, mini eggs. <laughs> yeah. And um, just to go back to it there, the physical medium is good because at places with patios, I think I felt where there's a little bit more interaction. People like to see it and to talk about it, like to ask about it. A lot of the time people haven't even seen singles, 45s, whatever you want to call them, yeah. so that's a whole different thing. People are just interested. And they like to see the kids. They're interested in it, you know? I, get, I tend to have a lot of, considering the music, I tend to have a lot of kids at my uh, outdoor patios, and they always really like to, uh, you know, get involved. So I'm happy to uh, let kids, they'll pick a record out of my box, I'll play it for them, or I'll show them how to do it there and then. Like, I'm, I love it. I like to, uh, 
Bit as well. Awesome. Do you get that oh, oh, when you were doing soul skate nights at Meadow Park too? Will the kids like checking on that? They must do. I was going to mention that one. That is one of my favorite ones to do because it's just a monthly, you know, it's only an hour and a half, but it's uh, it's good. I love it. And it's just when you ever get to do that, you're DJing at an ice rink disco. Yeah. Yeah. It's the dream. <laughs> I do get a lot of. Uh, a lot of uh, off-topic requests, obviously, and I feel unfortunately I have to let them down. <laughs> I would play them. I'm not. I'm not snub about it. Yeah. Oh, that's that. You should. I'm sure there's a list. Have can you pull any off the top of your head? Like any special requests? Have you had Kanye or something really just? Drake, I would. I would say Drake is probably the number one. <laughs> Drake's, a, Drake's a big one. I get a lot of Drake. Or people asking me if I have an aux cord as well. That's, that's happened more than once. No way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, so, I mean, that was one of your, your monthly gigs. Are you still able to do that right now? I mean, you've so many venues that you've played in the past, like Alpine Cafe. Obviously, uh, Blacks, you've been playing that for over five years. But yeah, Rick Blacks Works, is a good one. Yeah. Rick Works has been the one that's been really nice uh, to work with. They're, they're great guys and everyone there is good. Unfortunately, nothing happening hugely at the moment. Now we're coming into summer, I've got a few. So um, the Braidwood Tavern at the first season, they've just done a big renovation. They have a nice new inside and a really nice patio. They're going to be running weekly music nights throughout the summer outside. Fantastic. So on for that one. No official dates yet, but it's happening. <laughs> I have one community thing booked, which is uh, for Go Skate Day at Clinton Skate Park. Oh, no which, way! Uh, you know, get as many kids out there as you can. Skateboarding is a grassroots skate shop. Is a, a friend I know in Pendleton. He arranges a bunch of uh, community events in Pendleton based around the skate park. So, uh, I just try and get on those whenever I can. That's awesome, Ben. Fantastic. <laughs> just nice to get out there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, especially after after such a quiet year. Gosh. But I know you have been keeping busy, you know, in lieu of not being able to do, do live shows. You've been on the organ. <laughs> You've been... Use the time to practice. You know, I'm not out there doing this, but I can use the time to stay at home and practice and learn some new things and progress myself a little more you know absolutely like you and and so many musicians in the valley like you you know like i love your attitude too that's like hey like i just it's like me picking up a camera you know you're just gonna fiddle with it until you figure it out like so the organ like you've had no you're just self-taught it's incredible that's been my that's been my way ever since i learned piano so i i had a friend parents they were moving house and needed to get rid of a piano this was back in the uk when i was younger and i said i'll, I'll take it because i used to love just going there and tinkling on it even though i had no idea and i just got it back to my place where i lived with a friend at the time and i just sat in front of it and i just bashed and probably annoyed all the neighbors to death and uh, and then eventually we, we figured something out <laughs> still would like to still would like to know like to read music and like to actually learn i'm sure my playing is uh abysmal compared to if you're an actual pianist you might be like oh no gosh yeah bish bash bosh like are you coming from a place of passion and love it comes across like yeah you who says you need to play like beethoven right exactly i would like to uh you know listening to a lot of your episodes as well it's really got me wanting to do music with uh, other people as well because i'm notoriously i'm uh 
I'm a shut-in when it comes to music. I like to stay in my house and do the music. I record the music at home, or I'll come here and do things, and then I'll play at home. Or I like to invite people around to my house and come and play around, but uh, I need to branch out. I need to start going to the jam nights when they're back on. I need to start yeah. getting out. Because we do have a really good community of musicians in town here. Like they're, they're really, Everybody's really nice and helpful, and it's, it's good to see for sure, for sure, but it's, I understand where you're at, it's uh, not, like you said, not being a shut-in, I don't think you're that at all, but sometimes, you know, like, it, you want to be on your own, yeah, it's it's comforting to be, you know, by yourself, so good on you for when the opportunity arises to, to branch you out, getting out the little herb I have to push myself, this podcast is thank you so much for for joining and coming on here and and sharing yourself because it's uh it can be really intimidating like (laughs) but the the whole uh the previous summer on the patio of these it was very incognito because i'd be djing with the mask on uh i'd be djing with the shades on i'm just be standing there i'm set people don't approach because of the two meters distance so it's very like the man in the mask playing the music. Nobody knows who you are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I kind of always did get freaked out, you know, when it gets to slow season, which is like what we're permanently in now. And you go into the supermarket, you know, and you just want to get an avocado. And then half an hour later, you've had five conversations, one down every aisle. And sometimes it's overwhelming. I think, too, with, with our isolation, we've gotten used to it. We've gotten – we kind of like it, you know. You're on a program and sometimes – now it's like ah, oh, you really have to be in the headspace to make small talk, right? Yeah, that's, that's definitely the case. <laughs> yeah, well, you are killing it. You are killing it so far. Okay. And I really want you to tell us, like you said, people are um, not necessarily familiar with forty fives. Like, yeah, you could ask a twelve year old; they probably don't know what a Game Boy is, you know, or a Nintendo yeah. or a Sega. But you're making these beautiful. Black Cat record boxes. So tell us about those. That's, uh, that's actually been uh, a COVID uh, project of mine. I'm trying again, following the theme of trying to learn new things. Uh, I was never really much of a handyman type of guy, but uh, I started to get, obviously from doing the DJing, I started to get a bit out of hand with the amount of records that I was having incoming. <laughs> and I ran out of space to store them. There's only so many... Uh, wooden wine boxes you can find around and steal from places. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it was like, right, let me try and figure something out here. I was sitting at my friend's place in the uh, Creekside and I had, uh, I still have it, the prototype that I just made from some scrap wood just to try and figure out the measurements and stuff. Yeah. And then just from there, I've been really just trying to do it, giving it a go, figuring out on the job. And uh, everyone has been really helpful. You know, I've had a lot of, uh, I've had a lot of people offering tips on how to make things, how to do things. A lot of local artists saying, oh, we should, I'd like to collaborate. And uh, a lot of just support from my friends, which would be really nice, is now starting to see um, starting to see orders from people that I have no connection to, which is a very exciting thing. Because really is. Do them for your friends and family, but also pressure because you're going to see them a lot. <laughs> True. But these boxes, they're beautiful. That bright green one with the beautiful hinge yeah. detail, like the metal kind of clasps on the corners, even the, the coloring on the inside, like it's so aesthetic and, and so functional. Like, And people want that. You know, people who, like yeah. yourself, you know, like uh, investing a lot of time into money into getting these collections, you know, to have like 
an item like that that showcases their pride collection okay. or, <laughs> or something that will last forever or last just as long as your records will you know keep them nice you know the, uh, the LP one is is a popular one obviously uh, most people will buy LPs yeah unless they're DJing, so I thought I'd need to. I can't just stick to the niche of building record boxes for myself. I need to, you know, <laughs> to try and support other people here. So, branched out into doing the bigger boxes full of albums. I've devised a, a large cube that splits into two dis- display boxes for your albums. So, you're, you're buying one thing, but you're getting two display cases, and they're fully customizable. I'll buy whatever fabric people want for them. I love just seeing what people will come up with for themselves, you know? I'll, yeah. The green one that you mentioned, the bright neon green one, that was a guy who messaged me and said, you choose, do whatever you want, I trust you. And I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, did a bit of a, I did a bit of a dig around on the guy's uh, social media and found some stuff that he liked and, and sort of tied it to that because he, he had these bright green bands that he'd made custom himself. So I thought I'd try and tie them to that. Mm. And he made made my day when he was he was so happy about it. Oh, I bet! Like absolutely, and Ben, like honestly, it's so fantastic that you're able to do this and be creative alongside, you know, get, having a regular nine to five while well, your regular job that's paying the bills. So, it, and so it's not like you are you finding like you said. Um, you know, with retail, it's not like you've got a market stall or a traditional area that we usually have that. Like, social media is doing this all for you. It's all social media. I mean, I have a very, uh, uh, very kindly um, gotten a spot in Velvet Underground. Uh, they've, they've blessed me with their, they're happy to place one there with some records in for sale. It's marked up for sale. Thanks, Amy, if you're listening. Amy, what a legend. <laughs> yeah, Amy Bridge, those, yeah, those girls. Mm. Yeah, so I love that store as well. It's great to go in there. And, and I even go in there shopping and I just see my box and it just makes me feel nice. Aww. <laughs> even if it's still there and nobody's bought it yet, I still like to see it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So you've got to have that on the go. Black Cat record boxes to find you on Instagram. But what else do you, I mean, you're going to have, like you said, the Four Seasons, Braidwood Tavern come up for the summer. What else are you yep. really looking forward to this summer? I'm trying to focus a lot of my energy on writing music now. Like I said, I've been listening, you know, I've been paying a lot more attention to the great music scene we've got here, and it's really gotten back into writing more. I've been doing it anyway, but like, you'll go through ups and downs of doing things and not doing things, so I'm trying to come back around now. After the move's done, we're all set, settled in. Piano's all set up, everything's ready. So I'm trying to focus back on recording and writing songs. Yeah. Similar to uh, mostly uh, soul and funk type stuff, but uh, it gets tricky when you're a solo person trying to write them. Like I can I can play piano mainly, and then I play guitar, bass, and drums like a little, but uh, not enough that I would like to. I would like to have all the people involved so we can make something really good. Yeah. So I'm aiming to write a few songs and then try and spread the word around to people that I might know who might want to try and do something. Now I have a spot where I am who we can all get together at. That's the biggest struggle I've had whilst being here. Yeah. Finding a location just to get together as a group where there's no uh, noise limits or you don't have to worry, you know, so much about... I've, I've been to practice rooms at people's houses. I've been to practice rooms just... And you're just always worrying about neighbors or this. So yeah. It's nice to be now in a more comfortable spot where we can come and just try things out. 
Brilliant. Brilliant. If I was really, uh, if I was really going to commit to something, I would learn how to sing. That would, that would be my, that would be my, uh, my deal because I, then I could do things on my own a little more. Right. I'd be happy to go and do things at the cafe or at Crank Club in the smaller spots and play piano. But if you're not singing, it, it, miss, it seems like it's missing an element almost. Sure. Huh. Well, you like you said, you've got lots of collaboration opportunities like going yeah. forward to, yeah, to bring that There's in. Quite a in yeah, I've, been, I've worked with a few of them in the past. I hope we uh, will be doing some more as well. Ah, is this a call out from you, Ben? Call out on the Everybody, gentlemen, Cat Madden, everybody. Awesome. Yeah, because your last song that I saw online, Pulling Teeth. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that was that was just after a particularly dramatic dentist visit. So that's where we came with that one. Oh, they're <laughs> brutal, aren't they? Those yeah, dentist visits. So <laughs> that's where I uh, that's where I was getting a bit more into the, the organ practice because it sort of fills in for the vocals. You know, I could write instrumental music all day and then I can fill in the missing parts with a bit of nice piano organ work instead of my uh, northern drawl. No, no. <laughs> hey, Albo make a lot of money sounding like they're from Manchester. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ben, Ben, it's so lovely. I mean, last time I saw you would have been like a year ago, I want to say it up my cafe. a long time. Mm. It feels like I've, I've missed the whole year. I know everybody feels the same. But, uh, you know, I've, I'll see people around and I'll go, oh, Oh, hey, oh, I was here in over a year. Totally, yeah, yeah. But it's also like, yeah, it hasn't skipped a beat. Like, you've got this great energy. You're always smiling and being optimistic, and you've got you've got lots of fingers in pies. I can tell. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. The, uh, getting back to the DJ will be great. I've got a few other friends in town who also play records, and they're wanting to get in more of the uh, community events with me, willing to donate some of their time and some of their equipment. So that's always great to hear from everybody. And then uh, we're going to hopefully get some, some more things going on. Yeah. Yeah. This summer, here's hoping like for a swing, you know, with a lot <laughs> yeah. more of us vaccinated already. Yeah. Let's, let's hope. And hopefully you'll be seeing some uh, original music coming, which will be nice. Oh, can't wait, Ben. Can't wait. Yeah, I've got so many, but they're just uh, so many unfinished projects. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure many other musicians have the same. <laughs> totally, totally. Oh. I, treat it like a, I treat it like a sketch pad, you know. I'll, if you're an artist, you have a sketch pad that you just doodle in. I have my laptop and I have my, my, uh, in, my program there where I just I'll sit up an evening and I'll just... Flash out just a few ideas, you know. I might just do a couple of hours of this, or I might change your mind, change to a different project, come back to them. You can dip into ones that you've forgotten about. You'll come back and you'll skip through and like, oh, what's this one? Oh, I like that. I can I can now add some more to that. I've I've had some now I've had some time to think on it, hear some different stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking to uh branching out now into using this drum kit to record a little more because uh being at home I tend to do a lot of the drums just digitally, which mm. is fine for uh, it's fine for sketching songs. But if you want to release, it's nice to have like good recordings of actual instruments instead for sure. of yeah. Wow! Technological advances now, you can make a very nice sound for yourself at home. So if you're out there and you don't have a drum kit, keep doing it. <laughs> 
Great words of wisdom. And it sounds like, yeah, like you said, like uh, that virtual sketchbook, like what a way to look at it, you know, like you're constantly fleshing out and evolving things and coming back to different projects. It's beautiful. Yeah, or you'll come up with the chords you like, you might try, you know, a few different variations and you'll find, oh, I've written six songs that have the same key. And maybe I can like take pieces from this one to this one and, you know, see if I can fit things in there. Awesome. I wanted to, I was considering to branch uh, out my DJing a little to flesh out. Perhaps I could bring in a, a live musical element. I've seen Stash DJing town here have, uh, he'll sometimes have a live uh, sax player or a live drummer with him. And I would like to branch into that also. I could bring a little keyboard or something and put I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the songs because the songs are the songs are good as they are. You know, they don't need my uh, takeover over the top of them a lot of the time. <laughs> no, no, I think that's that's you've got right, like uh, people like Papa Josh who do that too. You know, like yeah, element. Yeah. yeah, you're you're constantly working at it and bringing out new stuff. I love it. Way to be. It's, a good time, it's definitely a good time to be in for it. You know, nice. I've uh, each person and musician carves out their own little niche in town here. It's nice. There's a lot of different things. It's not a ton of everybody doing the same thing, which is nice. Mm. Uh, you mentioned Ace and Final um, Richie. Obviously, they do very similar things to myself, but they're like they're so good. They're, they're just so good as DJs. So I, I really look up to them. I don't know either of them personally. I've spoken to them like social media wise. I don't know either of them personally, but they're both. They're both really nice people as well so great to try and uh, get involved with them as well yeah yeah it, nobody covets their knowledge here in this town right so this summer's yeah. looking good for you ben it's looking yeah. great going. <laughs> <laughs> all right so thank you so much for joining today was there anything else you wanted to add before we part ways i'll just say uh, if anyone's listening out there and they want to write some music with me get in contact with me at Sword Club Whistler on Instagram or BlackCat45, whichever. I'm, I'm ready to do it. I'm here. I've got the pianos. I've got what we need. I've got a space for us. It's going down. Woohoo! You sure do. <laughs> oh, Ben, my man. Have a wonderful day. Thanks Thank so you. much for joining and uh, looking forward to seeing everything that comes out of you this summer. Thanks a lot. Unfortunately, I'll get back to work now. I'll get uh, all the drywall out of my hair before we uh, start this call. <laughs> Have a go on the drums before you leave. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks a lot. All right, Ben, take care. Chat to you soon. Hopefully, I'll see you soon. The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every Tuesday and Friday morning in the summer at around 8.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Strolling down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.